It is Party Time Mom. Welcome to another Wednesday episode of the Chad Prather Show. Hump day all day long. Hope everybody's having a good one. Good to be back with you tonight in the Mothership Studio 22. The Puppet Master Mark flying us into the nether regions of all things. Uh, insane, crazy, and America is no longer America, Chris Cruz. Um, it's... I, over the last couple of days, I have been on the phone with numerous journalists. Spill it. Spill the beans. If I said their name, you would know who they are. And (laughs) some of the stuff that's going on in the world today, let me tell you what. Overall or in Texas? Uh, Overall. Mm. Especially with this Afghanistan thing. Um, You know, just in a nutshell, we've given the Chinese, Pakistan, uh, Iran, even Russia, basically a big old fat launching pad there in Afghanistan, a place, a base to operate out of. Uh, going to be interesting to see the duly elected president of Afghanistan, of course, was ousted. He hit the road. They're after him, right? They're trying to kill him. And no one in Washington, D.C. is saying anything about that. So much for democracy. But I don't want to talk about that yet. I don't want to talk about that yet. I want to talk about this little cut on my finger. I got a little boo-boo. I, was, I built a bed. Unlike um, – uh, Stu and Lisa, who had to hire a handyman to come build their bed. I uh-huh. built I built my own bed yesterday. Is that like a paper cut or a... It, no, it's a knife. Ooh. It's a knife. It's no bigger than a paper cut. Okay. But it was an actual blade. You were building your bed? Yep. Huh. I had Well, I had to get the, the some of the stuff out of a box. Oh, I was cutting okay. straps okay. and stuff like that. I was doing manly stuff. And AC is out in my house. I'm um, sorry? So I did it in the heat, y'all. I'm, I'm still, I still do manly things every now and then. You do realize you're in Texas, right? Yeah, it's hot. You do yeah. need AC. Yeah, it's, it got it's to 99. 90 degrees inside my house. So. Anyway, I'm a little, uh, little worn out. Um, but anyway, hope everybody's having a great week. A lot of stuff to get into today. Uh, Watchchat.com is where all the fun stuff is. Going to be heading to Grand Junction, Colorado. I have a show there Friday night, and then of course Pueblo, Colorado. On Saturday night, I have several people who say, well, you're going to the communist part of Colorado. I'm like, every city everywhere these days is communist. Um, Portland, Oregon uh, is now banning Texans. So you can't go to Portland. We'll talk a little bit about that in the the new abortion law. Everybody's kind of a buzz about that here in the state of Texas. And uh, where am I going to be next week? I'm going to be in Fredericksburg, Texas on Friday night and Kerrville on Saturday night. And then the week after that, going to be at Seabrook, Texas. Cooper Wade and uh, be down there. My boy uh, Steve Helms will be with me as well as Ben McPherson. Going to be some big, big, sh- big shows. Going to be fabulous. Going to be amazing shows. I don't know if you know big shows, Chris Cruz. It's going to be fabulous. Um. Anyway, a lot of stuff going on. Watchchad.com has the information. Uh, I want to get right into this uh, before we go to a break. I want to talk, well, let's, let's do this real quick. Apparently a fat girl got kicked off of an airplane. Uh, it was because she was fat tattooed in mixed race. Uh, this is real news, Chris. This is real. The, the woman who claimed she was booted from a plane, this was in Fairbanks, Alaska, 33-year-old woman, says she was harassed by Alaska Airlines staffers on Friday. She said it was, she went to TikTok, that's where you go. Um, she's got a, a, an account called Fat Trophy Wife. So then when you have a thing called Fat Trophy Wife, you probably tend 
to to um, find reasons to be victimized because you're fat. Um, and like it, it's very on brand. It helps you promote what you're trying to do. Um, she she said, I was harassed about my outfit. I put my shirt back on. Well, I, you never should have been off. They asked me to put my shirt back on, so I put my shirt back on, and then they approached me again saying that I can't wear this. My stomach is showing, and it's inappropriate. Uh, do we have that clip? We don't have that? Oh, no, nice. because so uh, she it. talks very slowly. Yeah, so she did long. the TikTok really wrong, yeah. and, you, and I was hoping that she shows her belly. So the closest we could get was a picture of her belly. Um, Put it back up there, Mark. Mark's just grinning. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at and, that. By the way, she was topless with the sports bra. That's how she got on the plane, uh-huh. according to herself. And then when she put the uh, shirt back on, she left her little midriff area. And Alaska Air was like, no, you're going to have to go. Okay. Got to go. Um, I, I like it how people, you know, they're such victims, but they also exacerbate the situation, right? They try to make that a big deal. Oh, my gosh, my gosh. I need a drink. What have I got to over here? Uh, oh, Bonner, private wines. That's what we got. Go to cowboywines.com. The Malbec's grown down in Argentina. This stuff will actually help you digest red meat and barbecue better. It's healthy. Uh, notes of cherry and leather and all that good, good, just sweet, rich Deep Malbec flavor that you can only find from those Malbec grapes that are grown at the third highest vineyard in the world down in Argentina. Let me tell you something. You need to go to CowboyWines.com. You can get a case for 50% off and also shipping for 50% off at CowboyWines.com. You don't need a promo code. You don't need to do anything. You just need to go to CowboyWines.com, place your order, sit back, relax, wait for your wine to show up. And when it gets there... Papa top again. Pull that cork out and uh, enjoy your Malbec wine from Bonner Private Wines. Cowboywines.com. More to talk about when we come back. You know, I got to give a shout out to uh, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. I miss her, Mark. I mean, tell her, give her our love, okay? Tell her that we said hello and that we miss her. I'll do that. And uh, I was thinking about Candice because, you know, we used to always talk about our cryptocurrencies and different uh, stock trades and things like that. Now, I never publicly tell people to go buy a stock or anything like that, but I will tell you what I'm doing every now and then, Chris Cruz. Uh, you know, a lot of the crypto stuff just kind of sat back and it's it's just there, right? But I started I started getting in a while back to these penny stocks. Have you ever done any of that? Oh, these penny stocks are like, is it overall, like, is it a great strategy and investment strategy? I don't think so. But every now and then one of them just kind of pops on the scene. And there's this one. I'll tell you my little journey over the last little while. There's this one. It's uh, TGGI. It's a, it's a holdings company out of Hong Kong. Yes, Chinese. Chris, everybody can hate on me. Um, but uh, talk about a cheap stock. I bought into this thing when it was like 0.0021. <laughs> like, like, you know, two one thousandth of a penny. And now the thing's up to like three quarters of a penny. I'm so excited. Like this week, I think, Chris, I think it's going to hit a penny. I mean, I'm so excited. This stock. Is going to hit a penny. 
Uh, I hope it hits $4 and gets on the NASDAQ one day. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. I have several million of these uh, these uh, these stocks. But um, uh, talking about Bonner Wine actually made me think about the TGGI because this guy he's in Hong Kong, he started a, a wine company, and then he became a, a holdings company for several businesses, but it started out as a wine thing. And uh, anyway, TGGI, it's kind of, kind of fun to watch that thing. We, we've got a little chat group on our Twitter feed that we just talk about this thing um, over and over again. Uh, anyways, crazy stuff. These are the kind of things that matter in the world, man. Like, I don't know if you guys, college football is back in. It's, it's rocking and rolling. Um, the, uh, of course, my old school, Georgia, University of Georgia Bulldogs, played Clemson Tigers. They won. Barely. It was a fast defensive game, but got a lot of improving to do, uh, both teams, actually. But um, actually won a little money on that Georgia game. I don't know if I should, you know. You know, I, I never bet for or against Georgia. But here's what – the football game is not what was, what was important. The football game doesn't matter. What really mattered was this particular reporter – on the film crew here, play the clip. Hello. Please don't touch me. Here's you. They're hitting defensive slugfest. How long, how long do I have? Please don't touch my equipment. Please don't. How long do I have? I've got to move. Okay, um, I can hear you, but I'm moving. There you go. So she's obviously, she's there in the stadium. She's trying to report on the game and like Every, every sports event in the history of the world, there's a camera set up. People are going to come. They're going to start screaming, go dogs, number one, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but she went on Twitter and she said she was violated. She was violated. Okay. Can we, you know, and her tweet was something about, can we respect people's space and stuff like that? Um, no, no, you're in the wrong job. You, you picked the wrong career, lady. You're a sportscaster. You're out there in a public place, in a stadium, with a bunch of drunk fans who are fired up about college football that is finally back. And, okay, you know, whatever you're going to claim. I don't know what your violation was, whether people weren't socially distancing or you felt in some form, I hate to even say this phrase, like sexually harassed in some way. Like these days, like when you say violated, that to me is like you're saying something you were penetrated. I mean, it's not like some dude came up there and rubbed his wiener on you. I mean, this, they just want to be seen on TV, lady. This is, I mean, they just there's a camera there. It's happened. I mean, watch some YouTube, right? See some newscaster clips. There's actually a whole genre of, of videos out there on the Internet of people uh, doing things behind reporters that are holding a microphone. You weren't violated. Stop with this kind of language. So tired of people wanting to throw this kind of stuff around. Uh, WTOC 11 in Georgia, Lindsey Goff 
I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. Uh, but yeah, she said, after the first guy touched me, I started rolling. This isn't even all of it. So uncomfortable. Can we please respect people's space? Um, could you get another job? Let's try that. Because damn, lady, could you just get another job? This, this is the kind of stuff you feel violated. I, I, <laughs> this is, now, the chick from CNN who did the thing in Afghanistan who one day she was like dressed like a Westerner and the next day she's in a hijab and she's like, you know, they're shouting death to America, but they're, you know, bizarrely enough, kind of friendly. (laughs) And I'm like, like that person didn't complain about being violated, but you were uh, at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, with a cushy job where you can run your mouth on television and you felt violated. Please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. And Chad, if you want to go back to Clarissa Ward from CNN, and we played the video twice, there's a guy eyeing her yeah. behind her. Yeah, he's like coming up like, wow, wow, wow. I've been really trying, baby. So it's funny because I called her um, a Karen. And she blocked me. Oh, you jumped on Twitter, huh? I did. You you talked to old uh, Lindsay? Yeah, I did. And look, her comment look. was, uh, she blocked me. And we have <laughs> a picture of her you. blocking me. And it's very interesting because I was uh, like, Karen alert. And then she just like I, blocked me. Oh, my oh, God. No. Lindsay. You know what? Hang on. What's her, what's her, uh, what is her Twitter? Let's look her up. Let's look her up. What is her, what's her Twitter handle right there? At? at? LG on TV. LG on TV. There she is. Uh, she doesn't follow me. Uh, says uh, she's a bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams. Um, she's a dog mom. Opinions equal my own. Well, that's how opinions work, Lindsay. Uh, she's sports director, WTOC 11. Um, yeah. Let's see. That, that's fantastic. And if you look at her comments, she was quote tweeting some of the people that were in support of her opinion and everybody that was saying, like you said, hey, you're in the wrong field. She was like, what do you mean I'm in the wrong field? Yeah. Honey, everybody in the industry knows if you set a live shot, be prepared to get photobombed, get yep. yelled at. It's going to happen. It's with the job. It's with the job. Okay, so this one person said, uh, this one person, she retweeted this. This is another person who said, women who go into crowded spaces like bars, concerts, the scene here have been inappropriately touched by men hundreds or thousands of times. We know the difference between being brushed and groped. So do men. Yet they still do it and always minimize it when we call them out. Uh, Let me just tell you something, honey. Um, I do live shows for a living. Um, I I have been over the last however many years in many, many crowds, many, many meet and greet lines, having to take pictures. I have yet, I have yet to be in one of those meet and greets where some woman did not cup my ass. It happens at every single show, every single show, Chris. And I have had my ass cupped thousands of times 
So let's just, let's just, before with this whole thing, we know about being groped and all that stuff. I know about being groped. Uh, now, should that happen? No. But I'm also, now me personally, I'm also not going to lose my mind of thinking, oh my God, I'm going to die because somebody touched my ass. So you're telling me, Chad, that out of everybody that touched your butt, you did not go to social media. I didn't jump on Twitter and say, somebody's got to stop violating my space. I don't understand this. Somehow I found the courage you did. to go back the following night into another city and do another meet and greet, feeling completely violated. Now, you're a man, Chad. You can't say, okay, okay, what's the standard here? I thought there weren't genders, right? There's not genders. So should women be grabbed or groped or touched? Is this inappropriate? If you felt uncomfortable, all I'm saying is... People are going to be dumbasses and they're going to do dumb things. But that's you. You put yourself in a public position to be around the public. And guess what public is going to do? They're going to act like people in public. Um, just add alcohol. And, uh, you know, she said the replies to this tweet are so tone deaf. Absolutely no excuse or reason to put your hands on or get this close to a working professional. The what do you expect crowd can go shove it. What do you mean, go shove it? Now, that sounds like violating to me. Shove what? Shove it where? I don't, what are we shoving, Lindsay? I mean, you don't want to be touched, but yet you want someone to shove it? Let's talk about hypocrisy for a moment. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> nobody grabbed her. I'm watching a video all over the thing. So, anyway. Um, says, uh, this person says, I've rewatched the video a few times, and all I see are a bunch of excited Bulldog fans just wanting to get on camera. You see it all the time. If you look at the reporter's facial expressions, the moment she's doing the report, it's as if she doesn't even want to be there. Uh, out of the entire video, one person touched her. I'm so lost as why people are grasping onto the first three seconds and concluding the video based off the first three seconds. Um, you know. And it, why does this matter? It matters because culturally we've gone down this rabbit hole of 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 using phrases that don't mean what they supposed to mean anymore when you start talking about being violated or harassed or assaulted and these kind of things i mean it's <laughs> i promise you i would rather watch those bulldog fans get excited and yell and by the way there's white men there's kids there's black men there, there's girls that are doing i mean there's all there's a, there's a dude with his son i mean hey son let me show you a little bit about rape culture here uh let's step up here to the uh, female newscaster and see if we can violate her right quick this is the stupid hypocrisy that we're living hey son put on your put on your game jersey we're gonna go do a little harassing at the get the uh, stadium tonight oh that's insanity golly I mean, I understand. Be, act appropriate. Act like you got some sense. But my God, the world ain't fun no more, man. The world isn't fun anymore. Because everybody's like, oh, my God, somebody touched me. Ah. You know what would be a real tragedy is if you went the rest of your life and no one touched you. Like, that would be boring. I mean, let's look at the antithesis here. Uh, what's the opposite of getting touched? Being untouched. Uh, I am not an animal. I mean, spend the rest of your life like the elephant man. Just be, be, just be an outcast of society. How about that? I mean, God forbid you be an attractive person that has the ability to talk for a living. And, and you know, you just, you're living a, just this cushy, blessed life. And it's like, oh, my God, people are in my space. <laughs>
Oh my god. I want this person shamed. <laughs> Chris, I want this girl shamed. Oh my gosh. I I not I'm just it just it's irritating to me, man. And so I'm, you know, I'm a little raw anyway cuz I get the accusations all the time from people who are like like I had we talked about it. I had one recently where somebody was like, "Oh my god, you did something in a program." I was like, "No, I didn't." And like you, you people just accuse folks of things and not, like these days women accuse men of doing something and, and you don't even look at it to say okay well what do they do wrong like i'm watching the video it's right there for public consumption i'm watching the entire video and you're gonna say i felt violated well the average person these days hears that and goes oh my god she was she was subjected to this abuse it's like oh my god it's a douchebag wanting to be on camera i mean Let's can we be mature about this thing? You, <laughs> I love this. I love these guys' expressions. Just they just kind of up there and they're like, "What's up?" And she's just like so scared that somebody's going to get in her space. Oh my lord. Somebody please put her in a bubble. Please somebody please isolate her. Give her some of that rarefied air that she's used to breathing and uh every now and then, you know, powder her ass but don't touch her ass because that would be violation her uh, face her face is the uh, is the definition of what this society exactly. thinks of men it's like oh i'm here scared and by the way why did you set up your live shot as yeah. the drunken people are leaving the stage right that's that's the shot you want like if i'm doing that like this is just me if i'm doing that set right there i'm like partying with everybody like i'm like yeah let's get me here for you you know blah blah blah, blah. anyway uh home title lock folks protect your investment your number one investment that's your home if you got equity built into your home and i'm sure that you do you need to know that your home's title can be accessed through public records online. Cyber thieves can then go and basically become the owner of your home. They sign a quick claim deed saying that you sold your home to them. They file that and now they take out loans against the equity in your home and you get billed for it. And sometimes it goes so far you even get eviction notices from your own home. Your bank's not going to cover you. Identity theft programs are not going to cover you. The mortgage company, none of that. You got to go to HomeTitleLock.com. And if you register with them, they will actually, for free, you could sign up right now. You could put your home's address in there. You'll know if you're already a victim. They'll tell you if, if it's been tampered with. But go to HomeTitleLock.com. Sign up for 30 free days and uh, protect your investment, folks. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. And we'll be back to violate you some more. So as you know, the heartbeat bill kicked in uh, September 1st here in the state of Texas. Heartbeat bill basically says that it is illegal to perform an abortion uh, after a heartbeat can be detected, which is typically at about six weeks of pregnancy. Of course, the whole world is up in arms over that. They've now compared Texas to the American Taliban. <laughs> um, you know, um, they're in um they're in afghanistan they actually kick pregnant women in the stomach uh here we want you to have your baby so that uh and i know everybody's like oh see it's gonna force these back alley abortions unsafe abortions i'm so tired of this argument see first of all and i know i get a lot of people who come at me 
I people are like, well, what do you think about the heartbeat bill? I'm like, well, it's not enough. What do you mean it's not enough? Well, I, I think abortion is murder, right? I, I think it's murder. You are ending a human life. Um, and you're like, well, what about rape and incest and la, 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 la? Uh, you're talking about a statistical non-entity, by and large. The, the statistics of that happening are so low. Um, and typically when someone gets raped, they tend to go to the doctor immediately. Um, it, it's very rare that a person gets raped and just like, ah, you know, I'm just going to let this one go. Uh, typically they, they go to the doctor and the incest thing, uh, again, statistical anomaly. It, it, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but statistically it doesn't happen. And uh, people say, well, these back alley abortions. Okay, so are you telling me that we're supposed to make sure that we maintain a safe environment for murder to happen? Like, okay, let's make sure you have a good clean clinic to go to so you can murder your child. Uh, th- you see where I'm going with that logic? You see, if you want to use the extreme language of the incest and rape and those, because everybody's like, well, if your daughter was blah, 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 everybody wants to go to those street extreme examples. Um, I just call it murder. I mean, just substitute the word abortion with murder, and, and a lot of your logic starts to sound kind of funny when you're out there defending it. But here is the most telling thing, the most telling thing. The satanic temple says it will sue to stop an abortion ban in Texas on the basis it violates the right to freedom of religion. TST, uh, the Satanic Temple, stands ready to assist any member who shares our deeply held religious convictions regarding the right reproductive freedom. Uh, That's called murder. Um, Accordingly, we encourage those uh, members who reside in Texas and wish to undergo... uh, (laughs) Wow. Um, Golly, man. I feel like we got this one right. If the satanic temple is against me, I think we got this one right. Yeah. I don't want to be in the same page as the satanic temple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they have they have a thing. um, You know, any member who resides in Texas and wishes to undergo the satanic abortion ritual within the first 24 weeks of pregnancy, uh, contact the satanic temple so we may help them fight this law directly. But I mean, that's. I, you didn't you didn't mishear me, folks. That's they, they do have a satanic abortion ritual um, that they claim that having abortions as part of their satanic religious faith. We will not be intimidated into silence by the unjust law or the uh, authoritarian state government. We intend to fight. Um, well, we intend to fight, too. And by the way, Roe v. Wade was not a law and was also not a precedent. It was it was a court case. And you need to learn the difference. Um, in that. So, you know, this whole thing, oh, they're violating our constitutional rights because of Roe v. Wade. No, 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 To all you, uh, to all you uh, constitutional scholars out there, let me just remind you, it was not a precedent and it was not, uh, it wasn't an amendment. It was not a constitutional right. It wasn't made into a bill or a law. It was a court case. It was a specific court case that had a very specific ruling. So it's not like they just wrote that in stone and said Roe v. Wade was the entirety of abortion law from now until the Lord comes back or the satanic Lord, depending on how you worship. We want to make sure that we're fair here on the Chad Prather Show. Um, the uh, so yeah, I'm I am anti-abortion. I want it to be abolished. Um, and I, by the way, I know people. I actually know those statistical anomalies, who um, who were products of rape, and uh, you know they've lived very successful, fruitful lives as as human beings. You don't delegitimize their life because they were a product of rape. So you know. And speaking of um, just honoring and cherishing human life 
U.S. State Department is responsible for interfering in the departure of several planes holding American citizens and Afghan nationals at the Mazari Sharif Airport, uh, according to uh, our friend Glenn Beck. Um, Glenn put this thing together. His charity put this thing together, and they had the planes with the people on them. Uh, they had 100 American citizens and 1,000 Afghan nationalists, uh, nationals, and they were chartered by Mercury One and the Nazarene Fund. Um, and they stopped them. They stopped them. Um, multiple planes have been prevented from taking off after the Taliban refused to grant permission for the departure. Uh, but it wasn't the Taliban that initially stopped the planes from exiting the country. It was the State Department that refused to grant landing clearance to the planes, preventing them from departing. So, so even if they'd taken off, they wouldn't have had a place to land. Um, they, uh, they called off the flights last minute and, uh, yeah, Glenn said they were on the plane. They were on the tarmac. They were in the seats ready to go before the state department officials intervened and deported the plane. Um, they were told to go back into the airport and hand everything in to the Taliban. They were actually asking people for blue passports. Want to see who had a blue passport. They want to see who was an American, uh, dismissed from the airport. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is horrible. This is horrible. I mean, you got folks out there like Glenn, the Nazarene Fund, Mercury One. They go out there. They do all of this. They raise millions of dollars to do this in uh, humanitarian missions. And the State Department, your own State Department, you, this, is, this is by design, folks. This is 100% by design. This whole thing, this, this debacle of Afghanistan, this isn't a mistake. They're doing this on purpose. And, and, you know, your altruistic efforts, your donations, your money, you know, people putting their lives on the line to go in there and help rescue American citizens. And your own State Department is fighting back on this thing and but saying, Chad, no, can't, can't do it. But, Chad, don't worry. Joe Biden said the Taliban is going to play by the rules. Yeah. Yeah. The rules of what? Yeah, I'll tell you, man. Um, yeah. Furious Democrat rips into Biden admin for delay and inaction on getting Americans out of Afghanistan. That's, uh, of course, uh, Dick Blumenthal from Connecticut. He's frustrated. And uh, he said, um, been deeply frustrated, even furious at our government's delay and inaction. Uh, there will be plenty of time to seek accountability for the inexcusable bureaucratic red tape that stranded so many of our Afghan allies. And for now, my singular focus remains getting these planes in the air and safely to our air base in Doha, where they have already been cleared to land. I expect the White House and the State Department to do everything in their power. Absolutely everything. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris is in California stumping for Gavin Newsom, uh, making sure that uh, he wins in this uh, recall election. So, um, you know, this, this is where your priorities are, right? Slick, speaking of the Satanic Temple and the Antichrist, uh, Gavin Newsom looks like Lucifer. Uh, like, if I had to do a caricature of Lucifer, it would be Gavin Newsom. Um, although Dick Blumenthal kind of looks like the, the Dark Lord himself. Uh, kind of could be one of those, um, could be one of those uh, dark imps. Um, you know, fabricated tail, you know, scaly with a red pitchfork. Um <sighs> Yep, this is the world we're living in, folks, and it's all by design. That's what's, that's, I mean, we've got, we have um, news sportscasters getting violated in stadiums. Um, we have, we have um, fat women 
that are, that are getting kicked off of planes in Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh my gosh, you can't you can't if you're a Texan, you can't even go to Portland, Oregon anymore. Oh, whatever shall we do? But meanwhile, they're not letting planes with U.S. citizens and Afghan um, nationals. Yeah, they're not letting them go. And uh, where's Joe Biden? Where is Joe? Joe's Joe's looking at the floodwaters in New York today. That's where he's at. He's in Queens checking out the uh, you know some of that global warming stuff. Thank God you're there, Joe. Thank God you're in the boroughs checking out um, you know the results of the flooding from Hurricane Ida. And I'm not saying it's not important, but there's some other stuff going on right now, Joe. Maybe uh, circle the wagons a little bit and let's fix some stuff. But you can't. Maybe he'll get lost in the subway system. Like while he's down there looking around, maybe they'll just leave him down there and he can just, you know, be like a dotard standing around staring at the wall. Uh, anyway, more to get into. We're going to be right back. Uh, seven million people. Their uh, stimulus checks ended on Labor Day. Uh, there's ten million jobs out there. Go get them, folks. Um, so back to work you go. Hi ho, hi ho. Uh, it's off to work we go. But that's uh, <laughs> crazy world we're living in. And um, oh, by the way, while you're going to work, just remember that the uh, CDC and the FDA. They've warned the White House. They've told the Biden administration, maybe slow your roll a little bit on this booster shot stuff because you're confusing everybody in the vaccine push. I mean, they're, they're just getting they're just getting syringe happy at this point. Like uh, you get a shot and you get a shot and you get a booster. Um, but. Um, yeah, Joe Biden, he's got a plan to offer boosters to everyone later this month, the FDA and the CDC. Uh, told the White House to back off on the plan so regulators can collect and review more data. More data. More data. You know, I was just thinking this over the weekend. Like, I've never gone and gotten LASIK surgery on my eyes, and I'm blind, right? Because, like, there's still things about that, and that's been around forever. There's still things about that that I don't trust, you know? Like, you're going you're gonna to come screaming out with this, um, this quote-unquote vaccine, this experimental drug, and ev- basically force everybody to get it. Um, isn't that amazing? And, and like the, the studies on cannabis, that's been out a long time and we won't even legalize that. Yeah. And I completely understand the LASIK. It's a laser being shot at in your my eyeball. eyeball. Yeah. Of course I'm going to be a little bit hesitant. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't know if you know about eyeballs. I know a lot about eyeballs. Uh, is there a TikTok? Do we have a TikTok today? Let's make Chad feel guilty. Play that sucker. So I don't know if this is considered an unpopular opinion. It is. But if you have a daughter, you need to stop calling her princess if you do. The way that Disney has branded the princess is based on her beauty as her most important asset. This term also encourages the damsel in distress that needs to be rescued by a man. And it doesn't focus on their intelligence or integrity or any other character trait. Why don't we call girls scientist, engineer, doctor? Like, 
Why does it have to be something cutesy like, oh, princess, what do you need? Like, no. My daughter's father called her princess yesterday and I had to lecture him again mm. because we do not use that term in this house. Even my own sisters have called her princess and I will tell them don't call her that. Maybe I come across as very controlling, but I think yeah. it's a very harmful word and she shouldn't look up to that term. My daughter's father called her princess yesterday. Uh, there's a reason y'all aren't together, sister. I had to lecture him. Oh, did you? Did you have to lecture him? Um, that right there is a TikTok video from a woman who was never called princess. Right there. That girl. Yeah, yep. Somebody never treated her like a princess. She's your queen to be. Somebody never treated her like a princess. Um, and you know what? It's okay. It's okay for a girl to, uh, to um, feel pretty and feel special. It's okay for a girl to feel protected. Like maybe there is a man out there who can, you know, what is it? And pretty woman, you know, he saved the princess. And what did she do? She saved him right back. And Richard Gere and Julia, Julia Roberts really did define a generation of how uh, princesses and fairy tales ought to come true. Uh, just let the fairy tale play out and, and stop with all of this nonsense. Now, I, as a father of three daughters, I, I've told my girls over the years, I'm like, you're beautiful. I said, but you didn't have anything to do with that. Like, that's me and your mom. Like, me and your mom made you that way. Um, now, I also didn't walk in the house and go, where's daddy's little scientist? Where's daddy's little scientist? Where's daddy's little cerebral bitch? <laughs> I mean, like, this is, you know, I mean, what? this is insanity. I've always said, you know, look, your, your skills and your talent and, and, and the ability to think and the ability to study and to learn, all, like that's on you. Like your accomplishments, your sense of success, that's on you. You still have other people that, uh, that have some things to do with that. But like your beauty and your looks, like you, that's not your fault, right? That's like not, you know, you had no say in coming into this world or how you came into this world. Just be glad you came into this world, princess. And, uh, and just be glad that there's people out there that want to treat you that way and say nice things to you because there's a lot of people out there who don't get a lot of nice things said to them. They, they get verbally abused and sometimes they, you know, they think they're a princess and then they have to go cover a football game on television. And, and they realize that, you know, people really don't give a crap about their princess safe space. Uh, and, and, you know, you just don't feel so princessy, princessy anymore. Uh, people are going to find a reason to be victimized, Chris. This is the deal. Chris, you're my little princess. And uh, I, I'm so tired of it. You know, honey, darling, dear, beauty, beautiful, baby, sugar. I mean, ah, it's just terms of endearment that we can't use anymore. Imagine those people like the chick, the reporter, the chick from TikTok, back in the Mad, uh, what's that TV show, Mad Men? Yeah. Like any yeah. old TV show, like slapping a buck, here's five bucks, and go, go yeah. get yourself something pretty, honey. Yeah. Like While you're out there, pick up a little something for the kids. Since you're my baby mama, don't lecture me anymore. <laughs> God, I miss when sexism was popular. Crazy. Can't flirt with anybody. Like the other day, I did a TikTok video of the, of the uh, speaking of princesses, I did the, I, I had my guitar and I was playing, there you see her sitting there across the way. She don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her. 
and you don't know why, but you're dying to try. You want to kiss the girl. Like, that's misogyny. That, that song is sexual harassment by today's standards. Yes, you want her. Look at her, you know you do. Possible she wants you to. There is one way to ask her. Don't take a word, not a single word. Just kiss the girl. <laughs> I miss those days. Which is why, you know, Bonner mm. wine goes good with some toxic masculinity. <laughs> you know? Are you drinking a little wine over there, Chris? Uh, this is the only way I can watch your show. Yeah, just gotta, you just it's gotta. It's the only way that this whole world <laughs> makes sense. Just a little bit tipsy, mm. enough to not cause sexual harassment, but enough to yeah. be like, <laughs> that's exactly. funny. Exactly. And you can't you can't blame the alcohol either. Mm-mm. You can't blame blame it on the I I I. Now Jamie Fox had a song. Wasn't that Jamie Fox? Blame it on the I I I I alcohol. Right now you can't do that anymore either because that that again you can't say well I was drunk and I I did something that was stupid. You gotta can't blame anything. This is why we're all so toxic. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm a out outwardly. Um, gregarious, extroverted, flirtatious person. Um, I get my ass grabbed at la- live shows consistently. And you know what we do? We just laugh it off. So if you're going to be in Grand Junction or Pueblo, Colorado this weekend, let's come out and do a little ass grabbing. Um, Steve Powell, Party Foul Steve doesn't have an ass, but you can find it. He's like a back in a crack, you know? Uh, there's no ass there. Uh, and, and just come out and assault him a little bit, violate him, get in his space, something that he could, he feels the need to take to Twitter. Um, he'll love it. I'll love it. We love it. We love the attention. We love the affection. It's okay. Um, you can even call us princess. We don't mind it. Oh my gosh. I, you know who I love? Put him up there again. Dick Blumenthal. Dick Blumenthal. Put him, put his picture back up there. It's Satan. Look at him. But He's pissed. He's pissed. It's like somebody dug up Dick Blumenthal. He's pissed at the Biden administration, and I'm pissed along with him, along with a Democrat from Connecticut. Hang tight. We'll be right back. I was, I got a, I got a memory in my Facebook, um, and it was when we were ranked 21. 21. We were beating out Bongino, this show. Uh, you know why? Is because people were leaving ratings and reviews. And uh, the Blaze was actually doing some stuff to help us promote the show. Um, there was... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love to blame people. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. The Blaze doesn't call me... I need the, the, the executives here at the Blaze to call me princess a little bit more. Uh, but leave us a five-star rating and a good review. Here's one. Uh, let's see. The Chad Prather Show has the best political commentary show. Uh, his, let me see if I can see it. There it is. His insightful wittiness brings clarity to the confusion out there. He is the Einstein of comedy. Prather for governor. Do I get a free T-shirt now? Uh, best pad. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew there was something in there. And you might. You might. K. Cruz at blazemedia.com. We'll see. We got to send out some shirts. Uh, thank you for the review. And I don't know about the Einstein of comedy. Maybe the, um, maybe the Galileo. But, uh, you know, because I've just discovered the world revolves around me. 
Hello. Chattocentric. Um, anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic Wednesday evening. Go right now, leave us a rating and review, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Watch Chad.com. Come find me. Grab my butt. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you later. Bye.